With the way our lives have been disrupted due to COVID-19, we can look around and see the panic and the uncertainty of the people who are making mad dashes to the grocery store and having fights in the aisles in order to stock up on toilet paper. I feel like a lot of this kind of behavior can be directly attributed to the fact that we live in a society that is constantly telling us to avoid stress. But why is that? Isn't stress the very thing that makes us better at handling any given situation? Think about it. We exercise to utilize stress and become better at performing on the fire ground. Some of us get flu shots as a way to introduce stress into our bodies so that we can naturally build up our immune system and fight any incoming seasonal threat of illness. The more we avoid a situation or confrontation, whether it's at work or at home, the more we increase the anxiety of the issue rather than just dealing with it. In today's episode, I'll discuss some very helpful principles that you can adopt when it comes to tackling any challenge that comes your way and, if consistently practiced, will soon make you the hero in all situations. You are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want in your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. With all the negativity that surrounds the idea of stress and how people are constantly trying to avoid it, I feel like it's made us a softer society. People tend to avoid things that would challenge them and find comfort in the status quo. But that's not who we are, right? We believe in doing work on the front end, meaning take care of the issue now, preparing for battle now so that when it comes wartime, you aren't sharpening your sword on the battlefield. Honestly, I think stress gets a bad rap, but there are many benefits to being put under stress. Granted, sustained stress can take its toll, but it can also bring unexpected benefits too, in terms of personal growth and physical growth. Just like fire is a tool that can be used for good or the cause of great destruction and pain, stress is a tool that we can harness and use to our advantage in order to better our perspective and our performance. It's really all in how you use it. I recently read an article called uh, Stress Can Be a Good Thing If You Know How to Use It, written by Aaliyah and Thomas Crum. This article was published in the 2015 Harvard Business Review, and it describes and supports my thoughts on this topic perfectly. 
It, it spoke to me because there's a huge element of ownership that they discuss. There are three principles or practices, uh, ways of thinking, I guess, that they talk about specifically that are super easy to remember and when implemented in our own lives can help us thrive in times of adversity, no matter what comes our way. Combining their years of experience conducting different leadership seminars and teaching meditation and uh, martial arts as well, they also explore empirical research in the area of psychology. The authors of this article have found that individuals who adopt a quote, stress is enhancing mindset in their lives show greater work performance and fewer negative health symptoms than those who adopt a stress is debilitating way of thinking. It's kind of common sense, right? But drawing on their work and research with executives, students, Navy SEALs, and professional athletes, they've devised a three-step approach to responding to pressure that they believe can help you harness the creative power of stress while minimizing its destructive effects. So, without any further delay, here they are in order. Step one, see it. The first step in tackling any problem is to be willing to admit that it's there that it exists. The same goes for what it is that's stressing you out. Avoidance is not helpful or productive in any way, any way at all. In fact, the more you avoid the issue, the worse it'll become. So think of a burning house. Would avoiding it put the fire out? Obviously not, right? That's a dumb question. So why do we avoid the things that are causing us stress and ultimately killing us? Just like I talked about naming your fear, back in episode 64, naming the thing that's stressing you out can remove your reactivity and turn it into conscious and controlled responsiveness. In one study, participants in a brain scan were shown negative emotional images. When asked to label the emotion that the images invoked, neural activity moved from the amygdala region, the seat of emotion, like the rear brain, right, to the prefrontal cortex the area of the brain in which we do our conscious and deliberate thinking. In other words, purposefully acknowledging stress lets you pause your visceral reaction, allowing you to choose a more enhancing response. It allows you to be responsive, not reactive. It gives you that moment that you need to bring your thoughts from your rear brain, right? Your lizard brain to your frontal cortex. Another reason to acknowledge and see your stress is that evading it is counterproductive. The author's research with uh, Peter Salovey and Sean Acor has shown that individuals who view stress as debilitating tend to either over or underreact to stress, have a more moderate cortisol response to stress, and are more willing to seek out and be open to feedback during that time of stress. This can help them learn and grow for the long term. Mindfulness and other centering practices like breathing can help you acknowledge and transform how you're responding to the stress in your life. I know I've talked about uh, box breathing before, different breathing techniques. Trust me, it totally works. Take a moment, take a breath, and then, and then reevaluate your response. And everyone reacts differently, right? Some have a racing heart, some clenched muscles, some are in the minority who feel a sudden urge to fall asleep. It's important to be aware of what your reactions are. Have you ever spent any time thinking about what your personal physiological reactions are? 
or your psychological reactions? Do you get angry? Do you check out of the conversation altogether and completely withdraw? Do you rush to the fridge? Noticing these reactions releases us from their grip and it helps shift our focus to pursuing more productive responses. If we know what our reactions are, we're giving ourselves the ability to be consciously aware of them when they manifest and as a result, we can make conscious changes in our behavior. Step two, this is like my favorite, own it. This is the element that really spoke to me for obvious reasons, right? When I read this article, uh, ownership is one of the core values of ignited and is super important when it comes to being a productive person. First and foremost, when it comes to owning it, we need to realize that we tend to stress more about the things that mean the most to us. Stressing about something typically means that we care about something and that the stakes matter to us. So it's important. Owning this realization unleashes positive motivation because deep down we know that things that are important shouldn't necessarily come easy, right? A metaphor that the authors of the article use to describe this state is it's just a cold, dark night on the side of Everest. If you were climbing Everest, you could imagine that there might be some cold, dark nights on your journey up, right? Obviously. But what did you expect? That climbing Everest would be easy? Do you really expect that raising a child or building and maintaining relationships or being a firefighter would be easy? If you, if you think that or you're, you're trying to convince yourself of that, you're lying to yourself. Owning your stress won't necessarily make those cold, dark nights go away, but they will likely be a bit more tolerable as you discover a sense of motivation and meaning. Put those uncertainties to work, right? Put that stress to work. During a conversation with a former SEAL commander, Kurt Cronin, the authors learned that in Navy SEAL training, the leadership cadre designed situations that are exponentially more stressful, more chaotic, and more dynamic than any combat operation so that the teams learn to center themselves in the most arduous circumstances. When the stress of the training seems unbearable, we can own it, knowing that ultimately it's what we've chosen to do to be a member of a team that can succeed in any mission. Wouldn't you want to be on that team? Wouldn't you want to contribute to a team like that? When I look around and I see people sitting around and wasting their time doing nothing of importance, I can't help but feel like those people don't have my best interests at heart like I have theirs. So own it. Step three, use it. As you paramedics and EMTs know, the body's stress response was not designed to kill us, but to keep us alive. The stress response actually helps boost the body and mind into enhanced functioning in order to help us grow and meet the demands that we're facing. When the body encounters stress, it pumps hormones like adrenaline and dopamine, which fuel the brain and body with blood and oxygen, a response which propels us into a state of increased energy, heightened alertness, and narrowed focus. Just like carbs turn into fat if not used properly, the stress response can sometimes be detrimental. However, in many cases, stress hormones actually induce growth and release chemicals into the body that rebuild cells, synthesize proteins, and enhance immunity, leaving the body even stronger and healthier than it was before. Researchers call this effect physiological thriving. The issue then isn't 
in the stress response itself, but how we use this response. By reframing your response to stress as something that's beneficial can be incredibly helpful. Researcher Jeremy Jameson demonstrated that students asked to reframe a pretest anxiety as beneficial perform better on those exams. Harvard Business School professor Allison Wood Brooks has shown how reframing anxiety and excitement can improve performance on tasks like negotiating and giving an important speech. Sometimes, however, it's not so clear how best to use the stress that you're experiencing, right? Especially when it comes to long-term or more complicated situations. Consider an ongoing conflict with a spouse or a crewmate, a complex health condition, or even the recent passing of someone you love. The key in these cases is to be open to the opportunities within that stress. Experiencing these challenges as an inherent part of our life cycle can help us acquire mental toughness, deeper social bonds, heightened awareness, new perspectives, a sense of mastery, greater appreciation for life, a sense of meaning, and strengthened priorities. All good things, right? Like those are incredible things to add to your arsenal. And all, and, and all of that is something that the SEAL community has learned firsthand in recent years as its combat missions have increased. And SEAL Commander Cronin said, after multiple years of back-to-back -back deployments, post-traumatic stress disorder continued to grow within the SEAL community. And learning about post-traumatic growth, learning to ask how could these experiences serve us, and being pushed to own the experiences that we had been through and use them to fuel our future proved a powerful tool in helping our individuals, teams, and organization thrive, not in spite of the stress, but because of it. Pretty insightful, right? Pretty incredible mind shift. The news media is so damn negative right now. It makes it hard to see the good things that are happening in the world. But trust me, they're out there. You just have to look. Shift your perspective just a little bit. With everyone having to stay inside and rely on their own resources, creativity is booming. Just get on social media. You'll see it. These Tiger King meme wars are insane. Like if you haven't watched Tiger King, it is the craziest show I've ever seen. But <laughs> if you don't believe me about creativity, like just look at all the Tiger King memes going on out there. But on a more serious note, Relations with our family members are becoming more connected and meaningful, right? We're having to spend more time together and more face-to-face -face time. And so you have an opportunity to build that connection and build those relationships. You might even be playing some board games that you haven't played in a long time, if at all. Side note, I've been playing a lot of Unstable Unicorns with my kids. It's a little card game. It's actually really fun. And if you have kids, I highly recommend you get it and play it. It's ridiculous, and my daughter is ruthless at playing it. She will destroy anybody. Uh, I'd be interested in hearing what games you guys are playing at home or, or um, at the firehouse during all of this COVID-19 lockdown type stuff. But uh, shoot me a message. Let me know what you guys are playing. Let me know what you guys are doing. I'd be interested to learn and share it. So remember, see it, own it, use it. Letting stress dominate you is doing absolutely nothing for you. Why not use that experience to gain power over the stressors that are sure to come your way? 
As a society, we fail to look at stress as potentially enhancing and often miss opportunities to learn and grow from those stressful situations. That doesn't mean that you should look at all stressors as a positive thing, but you should embrace your stress response as a powerful tool for helping you overcome the inevitable challenges in life that can and will arise. In spite of the adversity, do what you can to make it mean something. Things are sometimes difficult, and oftentimes, that's why we immerse ourselves in those situations, right, and in those environments. Think about it. Just like I mentioned in last week's episode, we run Spartan races because they challenge us. We exercise because it challenges us. We try new things because they challenge us. If you are the type of person who's sitting back and content in your unchallenged life, then A, you don't belong in a fire truck. And B, I feel sorry for you because you're living a life without substance. Make it mean something. This week, I'm presenting a challenge to you all. Do that thing you've been holding off on. If it's exercising and you're using the fact that the gyms are closed down as an excuse, go online and look at the dozens of programs that are offering free trials. I know I've posted a couple on my social media, so there's really no excuse there. If you're struggling with getting your diet lined out, use this time to do some research and make a plan that you're willing to commit to. It doesn't have to be grandiose, just a small step. Introduce one small step a day. With April just starting, that means a new quarter's beginning. So think of it this way. Is it one day or is it day one? You decide. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Ignited Firefighter podcast. Please subscribe and share. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. You can find me all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. Please feel free to shoot me a message and ask any question you want. I'm building this community for us. And the one way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter podcast community on Facebook. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. Remember, we're brothers and sisters and we need to do what we can to rebuild the brotherhood that attracted us to the profession in the first place. The only way this is going to happen is through open and honest communication. Dialogue, guys. As we openly talk about things and ask tough questions, confront the issues, we give our brothers and sisters power to do the same. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.